Hey guys, Jimmy Wags here, and I want to talk to you about a great new partner we have on Off the Rails. Now, you guys know, obviously, I'm a huge NASCAR fan, and on social media, I always tweet out all the new pictures of all the great new diecasts that I've collected over the course of the years. I love to collect NASCAR diecasts, so when we decided to partner with CircleBDiecast.com, I was too excited. CircleBDiecast.com has all your NASCAR diecast needs with tons of drivers to choose from. You can get standard finishes to pre-ordering race win diecasts of your favorite drivers. CircleBDiecast.com also sells NASCAR drivers, hats, T-shirts, and so much more. So when you place an order with CircleBDiecast.com, use the code SLOPPYELLOW and you get free shipping on all orders over $20. Once again, that's code SLOPPYELLOW, S-L-O-P-P-Y-Y-E-L-L-O, and get free shipping on your order of $20 or more. Also, what was great about CircleBDiecast.com is that they're a military-owned and operated company. So make sure you check them out and all the cool diecasts and NASCAR products that they have to offer. That's CircleBDiecast.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that might have been the best mile-and-a-half race we just witnessed in the last year, in the greatest season ever. This is your boy, Jimmy Wags, coming at you live with a post-race recap of the Homestead-Miami race. Uh, I got our guy, Sloppy Yellow, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Dado, is here in the building to recap the race with me. Uh, what's your thoughts on the race today, Dan? How uh, It was uh, for my end, it was spectacular. Well, Wags, I can tell you this. I have seen – I'm not sure I have ever seen a greater regular season mile-and-a-half race in my entire life. I think from – I mean, I, I'm, I'd have to go back and check, but I think, Jimmy, the last five laps had a different top five each of the last each laps. Time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was just crazy. I mean, there's passing all the way up and down the field uh, for the from the top 5, uh, you know, the bottom 10. It, it was it was something and also we saw what what Newman did and a bunch of other people did if you were a little bit if you're a little bit tight to start the race, you ended up in the back when the sun came down and and there was just a lot of strategy all over the place, Jimmy. I thought it was great. It was phenomenal, man. The tire fall off was great. We had comers and goers. Uh, we had guys getting into the wall. We had guys cutting tires, loose wheels. Uh, we had it all in this race. And, and to be honest, it just felt like a just an old throwback NASCAR race, man. Uh, you, th- th- this 550 package they've been running on mile and a half, um, you know, they can get stagnant at times at certain mile and a half. Um, but this Homestead Miami delivers every single time, man. This is a phenomenal track with the progressive banking. Um, and uh, I wish we had more tracks like Homestead. 
Uh, that's just my opinion. There need to be more tracks. Maybe we can get the folks at uh, SMI, Marcus Smith, to get them to change Atlanta back to its old configuration, and, and that might uh, add some excitement to the mile-and-a-half uh, tracks on the circuit this year. Well, Jimmy, I, I can tell you one thing for sure. If, if, if we could run a progressive banking for all the mile-and-a-half tracks, uh, I think everybody – would feel a lot better than when we're going to go to Charlotte Motor Speedway or Texas Motor Speedway and watch a race that's not even going to come close to the one we saw today. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, we'll get into it. Obviously, uh, Willie D. William Byron is the winner uh, here at Homestead, Miami. Uh, he didn't really dominate the beginning of the race. Uh, we had uh, a lot of guys. Uh, we had Joey Logano, Brad Kozlowski. But if I were to bet, five bucks to say that Chris Busher would have been your stage one win in this race, I would be a millionaire right now. Chris Busher dominated stage uh, one. And I'm I'm sorry to step on you there, but Chris Busher raced his way up there. He passed Brad It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't a pit thing or anything like that. Chris Busher had the car and had the talent to take it straight to the front. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and, and what a shot in the arm, man, to all the guys over at uh, Ralph Fenway. Um, our our boy, our brother, uh, Rob Lowe, who's a tire specialist on uh, the Rocket Man's number six. By the way, sorry to get off on a, a tangent here, um, a phenomenal photo. What I mean, that is top model <laughs> quality. Yeah. I mean, New York, uh, GQ magazine quality photo. Um, that the yeah. team put out of our boy Lowe's in front of his Oscar <laughs> Mayer hot dog uh, for Mustang today. Well, I, I got uh, for Christmas. Um, I was afraid that Rob may buy everybody a calendar where he's the pinup of every month, but luckily yeah. he didn't do it. But that, that's what I was yeah. afraid of. Hey, man, you know what? Hot dog connoisseurs, they might like that kind of thing. So you never you know. know. Hey. It's a weird world. Yeah, that is true. Um, but uh, obviously Chris Busher wins stage one. Um, they pit, they come down, uh, and uh, stage two drops the green flag. And uh, we get a caution uh, with uh, a few laps to go uh, in stage two. Uh, guys decide to come down pit road, take tires, and tires were key today, man. Like, just like in the Xfinity race on Saturday, um, guys were two to three seconds faster on new tires, uh, obviously, than – you know, tires that may have only run a couple laps, and uh, it showed it. It showed its head today, like it did in the Xfinity race on Saturday. Uh, we got a restart with a couple laps to go, and Denny Hamlin, who was supposed to start in the pole, had to go back to the end of the uh, the end of the starting grid uh, due to an unimproved adjustment. Him and Martin Truex Jr. battling out on the restart. Denny Hamlin goes into turn three and tries to pull the slide job on Martin Truex Jr. and old Willie B um, pulls a slide job on both of those guys and wins stage two. Phenomenal finish to stage two. And, and Jimmy, the, what you described right there is, is, I mean, it was foreshadowing for what was to come, but when you're when everybody is up on the wheel right there coming down to the line, this is something that we never had before, to, before stages. And to see those guys get up there and get in position and – what William Byron did is he yeah. saw his opening, just a little tiny bitty opening, and he took it because he knew he had the car to get up there. And, and yep. if you hesitate a nanosecond, Wags, you don't make that move, you probably don't win the race. Yeah, you, you, 
And and Martin Truex Jr., uh, who pretty much dominated stage two, he had a very fast uh, Toyota on the long runs, which Toyotas today did not seem like they, they brought the speed or the handling to Homestead today. Um, Truex was by far the best Toyota today. Uh, Hamlin, uh, after a speeding penalty uh, at the end of uh, stage two, after they pitted, uh, he wound up uh, coming up through the field, but uh, Martin Truex Jr. was in a class of his own. Uh, Kyle Busch hovered around uh, top 10, uh, top 15 all day. Christopher Bell really didn't do much. Bubba didn't really do much today. So it was a, it was a pretty disappointing day um, if you weren't Martin Truex Jr. when it comes to um, the uh, Toyotas today. And I thought it was really weird that all, there was a, a, a midpoint to that second stage, Jimmy, where – there was like all of Hendrick in the top 10 and yeah. Kurt Busch up there. You had all these Chevys all the way up there. And Martin Truex Jr. was, was coming up through the field there. He was like, come, I mean, he, I think he was back in 11th and he, I mean, he ended up winning uh, or getting up there in the top three at the end of the stage. But all of a sudden there was no, no Toyotas there. And it was a big Chevy yeah. party and, and Chevy ran pretty, pretty good the entire race. And I'm, that may be a, a sign of good things to come for them. Yeah, it was it was a lot of parody, uh, and obviously uh, Chevrolet changed their nose last year, um, and it, it started to pay uh, some fruits uh, of labor towards uh, the end of the season. Obviously, with Chase Elliott winning the championship, but uh, Chevrolet came out strong today on the mile and a half. So, uh, look for Chevys to be a, a force to reckon with here as we continue. Uh, we're going into next week, obviously, to Vegas. Um, but uh, stage three, Kurt Busch, another uh, tough, tough break for Kurt Busch. Had a great oh. run going, and uh, he has the loose wheel. He has to pit. Uh, but obviously, new tires were king. Kurt Busch winds up actually coming back and finished eighth uh, after having Crazy. a pit. Um, you had Joey Logano, Brad Kozlowski try to, uh, you know, drag everybody to pit road, put new tires on. That really didn't work. Uh, for those guys, uh, they wind up finishing in the uh, the, the 20s there. Um, but William Byron was, was flying at the end of that race. And then, you know what? My dark horse, Tyler Reddick. Man, that kid, he can flat out fly on this track. Uh, Kyle Larson, uh, obviously, he's one of the best at Homestead, Miami. And it showed today he ran around the top five all day long. Couldn't really get the, get the lead and, and hold it much. But Tyler Reddick had the absolute fastest car at the end of that race. And to see him racing you know with funny? Uh, Truex and Larson, it was it was great. I, I, I picked Martin Truex Jr. as my winner. You had Tyler Reddick as your dark horse and with like seven to go. I was like, well, damn, if Martin Truex just gets around Larson, I'm going to win this week. And I, I, all of a sudden, I mean, I, you could see why Tyler Reddick is so special at this racetrack. He he played both of those uh, KG veterans the exact way you have to, and and I'll be damned if he had the car and went right around them. So it's very impressive from Tyler um, uh, to actually pull those things off. It shows you how good he is and and what those guys are doing over at RCR this year because uh, Austin Dillon, I finished uh, another top fifteen. I think he finished twelfth. Yeah. And you know what? If we think back to last year, right, coming to the white flag, he thought it was the last lap, and he slowed oh, yeah, down. Yeah. And they they were yelling at him on the radio to keep going, right? I wonder if he I wonder if he played a little trick on those guys and like, all right, guys, yeah. I, I appreciate it. It was a great race today. Then 
then yeah, you know came psych. over right on saying, "Nah, I'm just kidding." Uh, <laughs> but uh, great, great run for Tyler Reddick. Top ten, obviously William Byron with the win. Reddick second, Truex was third, uh, Larson was fourth. Harvick a solid run uh, was fifth. Michael McDowell. All right, let's stop yes, right wow. here. Michael Bam. McDowell, another top ten finish. You got a win mm-hmm. and two top tens. Like, what is going on at Front Row Motorsports, man? Like, I, I can't wow. fathom. Um, I saw a tweet out saying that he has never had back-to-back top tens, let alone <laughs> back-to-back-to-back top tens in his entire career. He's been in, in wow. racing, I think, in Cup for 13 years, has over yeah. 300 starts, and never had three straight top ten finishes. Talk about Michael McDonald for a second, because what he's doing, man, that's phenomenal. And I hate it. I, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing, man. It it just you know Rob Lopes alluded to it last week on the podcast. But when a when a team gets a little bit of when there's there's no qualifying, so when you're sitting up front, you know you don't have to qualify and end up thirty fifth or or thirtieth. You now you're you're qualifying up in the top ten. I mean, so that's a big big difference for these teams, yeah. and it's it's awesome to see. And it just you mentioned it last week. First year since 1948 or 49 and 50 that we have two rookie winners, and now we've got William Byron. I mean, and what a Cinderella! What a Cinderella story for the way this thing is starting, Wags. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like I said, like you said earlier, uh, our guy Rob Lowe's and the Rocket Man Ryan Newman finishes seventh. Kurt Busch comes back always from that loose wheel, finishes eighth. Alex Bowman ninth. And Kyle Busch rounds out your top ten. Um, just a you know, just a phenomenal race today. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed uh, just watching it, and obviously talking back and forth with you guys uh, via the text yeah. machine. It was it was great to to talk about the race. It was just fun. It's been a long time since we've had a, a race like this, and now uh, we hit to another mile and a half uh, out in Sin City, Las Vegas. Uh, what's your what's your expectations for 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 the next race? Well, Jimmy, I can tell you right now. Usually, when we go out to Las Vegas, it's one of the better mile and a half tracks that we go to because it's slick and hot and and all these sorts of things. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm afraid to say anything after seeing what we've seen the first three weeks. I, I think we're gonna see a good slick fast race. It's gonna mimic somewhat today. And and I but but if I mean, if it happens, Wags, it's going to – I don't even know what to think, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I don't miss any races moving forward, I can tell you that. Yeah, and you know what? In years past, I would have went to, you know, Caesar's Palace. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have went to the Bellagio, uh, sure. wherever, MGM, right? And I would have – you know what? I'm going to throw 50 bucks on Joey Logano today to win in Las Vegas. I'm going to throw go. 50 bucks on Kevin Harvick to win the race. But this season, with the yeah. three winners we've had, there's no guarantee those guys are going to yeah. win that race. Yeah. You know? so, yeah, picking the winner's never been harder. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, great race today. Uh, looking forward to next week. And um, we'll catch you guys later on the week uh, on the, the pod coming out at the, on Friday. Um, anything you, you want uh, to plug that we got coming up in store for the week? No, nothing. We're going to do the same thing, and hopefully, Wags, we can get you on. We'll recap the news of the week. We'll look forward to to Las Vegas and uh, buckle up for the for the racing out there in Vegas. 
All right. Well, Viva Las Vegas, baby, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Next time.